she brings her case so, to be able to say that's I hear everything that TV's saying. Nigga, I just turned the TV down. I was gonna, you know, I was gonna make be an asshole, make it a point to say something off top. Because the last time I was screaming, "Yo," I figured you couldn't hear me because yesterday when I was doing the interview, same thing happened. The first message I sent, the link wasn't working, and then the second one, it always works. It's kind of weird, but anyways. We're here. I don't know if D-Boy's going to join. He hasn't responded um, in a little minute. So we're going to briefly just knock out that um, the NFC North. We already talked it once, but the audio was terrible. So I figured we give you guys a brief podcast about that and then uh, look forward to the AFC North on Friday because I do a Browns interview tomorrow. And then I'll take care of the other three while I watch the Titans and the Ravens preseason game. The time is here. Football is upon us. We had the Hall of Fame game last week. This week, we're going to be getting two preseason games on Thursday. And, of course, everybody else will play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, Tomorrow, you get the Ravens and the Titans. And then you get the Patriots and the Giants. So, a little preseason football – I know a lot of people say they refuse to watch it. Preseason football is bad, but you literally find out the back end roster guys, rotational guys, guys are going to be uh, crucial, crucial pieces to the team, future stars, uh, future rotational players for other teams, trade pieces. It's a lot that goes into the evaluation process of the preseason. So um kind of excited. The Ravens and the Titans uh, could actually be a pretty entertaining preseason game just considering who the backup quarterbacks are. Um, you're gonna get some Malik Willis. You're gonna get Tyler Huntley. Um, so that 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 could be for some interesting football right there on his own. Okay, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I wonder what the hell just happened. I have no idea what happened. It kicked us, and then it didn't want to. Cut yeah. Us. Um, so that's kind of weird. It was doing that last night, though, but it didn't do all that kicking. It just did it once. Um, but, yeah, people just keep in mind, I'm just going to pick up where I was leave, left off talking about the preseason. For the cut, um, keep in mind uh, during the preseason, if you're going to bet the preseason, if you're a degenerate, backup quarterbacks is the most important thing. Backup quarterbacks, um, pretty much. The more quality of a roster, the better the team typically, and backup quarterbacks literally drive the market. Teams are typically going to go for the win. So, you know, three points ain't as valuable as normally as um, a normal football game. So, with that being said, we're not going to spend no time talking about preseason football. Um, training camp still going on. I mean, you really a wild nigga if you bet on if you bet no preseason football. Well, there are people out there who are doing it. There are people out there who play fantasy preseason football. Um, I am staying clear of the preseason football. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. I can uh I can fight my itch a little longer. It's not too long before college football comes and eases that. So I will jump on the betting train in. But I totally agree. You just out here betting on random shit. Like you're literally betting on third stringers, guys who probably ain't gonna make the roster. Um to go out here and produce and 
we see how bad offensive lines be once the starters go out. So, like, when you get to those undrafted guys and those third stringers, man, I couldn't imagine needing a team to go down there and score, the, and score some points to win the game dealing with back, like, third stringers. Your heart going to hurt. Your heart going to hurt. Um, but that's preseason football. Uh, gamble at your own risk. As far as the division we're talking today, like I said, we're talking the NFC North. Uh, we already don't cover this division before. Uh, but the audio is kind of bad. So I wanted to briefly go over it again. Uh, me and Duck will just knock that out. We ain't really got to worry about Getting too in depth about these teams is not too interesting of a division, um, in my opinion. So we'll start off. I think we lost up. I think we did. Let me hold on. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Are you like? Yeah. It just keep dropping it. Are you leaving the app or are you? No, I'm not even touching the phone. You in the, you in the house near the internet too, and this it just keep dropping. That's crazy. Um, let me see. NFC North. We're gonna briefly knock that out just because we already done it once. Like I said, audio was kind of bad, so we're gonna go over that and let's. Let's start with the Detroit Lions. Um, I mean, because when you analyze this division, I mean, what it's not really too interesting. You got Aaron Rodgers doing whatever the hell he doing up there in Green Bay. Really? It's like I'm tired of talking about Green Bay. I'm tired of talking about them winning games and all this, and they ain't doing that in the playoffs. So you got that. The Vikings are probably the most interesting team to talk about considering they got a new coach, a new system. But then I go turn to look at that defense, and you know, outside of Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith, they don't get no pressure. Then the defense is going to be terrible. And then I turn and look at the Lions, and everybody's on them, you know, above their win total. And I've been screaming it too. But as I sit back and look, this roster's still pretty bare. Yeah, especially defensively. And the Bears, Roquan Smith wants to leave because. You don't feel like they have his best interest. Um, and they went four to five rounds. I mean, I get I get it. They have early picks without drafting a weapon. And when they did, they drafted an older, like, return specialist. So, yeah, let's let's start with the Lions. Team that a lot of people are all over their win total. What is it? Six and a half. That's too much for my blood. Okay, so like last night when I was doing the Jaguars podcast, it was six and a half. And I went down the schedule, we were talking, and he just, he basically just was like, it's not happening. Like, it's just not happening. And then you look at the roster, and sometimes you like, it's just not happening. And when I look at this team who finished 29th in total, off, total offensive and defensive. DVOA. All three of those categories they finished in the 29th column. They were 10th in special team with the 5th strength of schedule. So they won't draw the same tough schedule as they did last year. But they still have to go to the they play the Eagles, Washington, 
Um, they're at Minnesota. They play Seattle. They're at New England. They're at Dallas. They play the Dolphins, the Packers. They're at the Bears, at the Giants. They play the Bills, Lions, Vikings, at the Jets, at the Panthers, Bears, and Packers. So not a murderous role of a schedule. No, nah, not really. They didn't really add too much on the defensive side. Um, they added might use Gerard Davis, Deshaun Elliott to help out at safety. DJ Chart uh, to help out on the offense. Um, and then they really didn't lose anything outside of Jalen Reeves, Maven, and Dean Marlowe. So they're kind of returning the same team. Now, what they did add is Aiden Hutchinson through the draft, of course, and Jamison Williams, who tore his ACL. Um, so he probably won't be back for the first four to six weeks of the season. But getting him back should certainly bolster this receiving core and these weapons who are – they're not terrible. I mean, I think the strength of the team, obviously, is the offensive line. Um, it's a deep offensive line. Uh, they have a bunch of guys in there who's – other than the soul, they've been around for a little minute. I think you. I think I lost you again. Why? Why did he keep doing that? I don't know. It brought you back. At least it brought you back this time. Um, yeah, the offensive line is definitely the strong point of the Lions. I mean, that's, that's a good place to start building it. Frank Wright knows back off injury. Taylor Decker's back. You got Sewell from last year. Jonah Jackson. Um, goodness, I'm trying to. I'm having a hard time thinking. Big V. Big V. Fata. Okay. Um, the linebacking core and the pass rush are the two weakest um, spots on the team because outside of Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris, and Okwara. Those are your three main pass rushers. And Okwara can get you a couple sacks. We'll see what Hutchinson does. But, man, Charles Harris ain't it. Yeah, he he ain't never showed me nothing. He ain't never did shit. I'm I'm just being honest. I I don't even know if he had 15 total sacks in his career. Mm. So, yeah. Then at linebacker, you you ran around with Gerard Davis and Alex Anzalone. And the other Quarrel brother, I don't know if it is it, Julian who plays linebacker, I believe. So you run around with Julian, Oquara, Gerard Davis, and Alex Anzalone, aka just begging for a team to come out there and big mm-hmm. person spread you out. Just begging for it. I mean, th- this defense isn't going to be good. And that's why I think that six and a half is too much. Yeah. Now, obviously, I like the coordinators. I know they got hard knocks right now. People are getting a taste of Duke Staley and Aaron Glenn, two former players, plus who play pretty good. But, I mean, really good in their time. But it's going to take time and an influx of talent before Detroit even should even be thinking about a 500 season. Just just read off what I just told you on the defense. You're going to need pass rush. You're going to need some playmakers. And y'all don't have that. Hey, what's crazy? I read that Jeff Okuda been looking at iron count. I mean, the secondary is certainly the strongest part of the defense. I, I, w- I would hope he come back and be better, man. I'm I'm rooting for the kid, even though he's from Ohio State, man. I'm rooting for him to bounce back because that's tough. Getting drafted, going out there, getting cooked, and then coming out here and tearing your ACL. Um, but Okuda, Mike Hughes, uh, Melifonte, 
Tracy Wilson, Deshaun Elliott, and they have another guy in the secondary. They got the one guy from Syracuse and the one guy from South Carolina. Um, they both have the crazy last names. But, I mean, the secondary, they ain't like world beaters. Like, you know, speed receivers are going to give them problems. Typically, deep re- people who can go tr- trios, you know, three receivers, get out there. They're going to give them problems. But I, I just don't see it when you got Jared Goff doing eight-yard curls. And and you need ten yards. When you got Jared Goff taking taking the crossing route, when I, I just, listen, man, I ain't got to get into it. If you can't hand that ball off and play action to a guy, you know what I'm saying, and it happens exactly like it's drew up or it's supposed to happen, then it's not gonna be it's not gonna be good at any time with Jared Goff. So yeah, that, that that's that that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it for the Lions for me. I don't know if you got anything you want to add. I like Dan Campbell, man. I just they ain't got the, shit going on. The, the cover bad man, especially on that defense. Man, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be and hard. and the thing about it uh, I can see you you know, you know, they fought last year, they played a whole bunch of tight games. I don't know how that's gonna go this year. Well, hopefully they can get a couple to bounce their way if you want to overwin total. But I don't. Yeah. I just don't see it, Jared. That means Jared Goff is gonna have to play better. And uh, the receivers aren't bad. That's the thing. Like Josh Reynolds, Chart, Jamison Williams when they get him back, Hawkinson, Khalif Raymond, uh, Saint Brown, Rum- yeah, Saint Brown is who I was trying to think of. Um, the running back. They 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 got James. Well. They got Swift. I mean, they got weapons on offense. It's just if Jared Goff can elevate his level of play, then this team will probably be, you know, a little better. But it's like I said, like we said, the cover bell defense. The cover bell. Q few couple injuries. This might be the worst defense in the league. Um, yeah, I think I think it is. I, I, and people are gonna say the Texans, and I'm, I mean, like even when I read the Texans death chart. I think the Texans got way more potential to be better on defense than this. What about the Jaguars? Nah, I, I didn't lost the Jaguars roster. The Jaguars got some interesting pieces. I mean, if Trayvon Walker don't end up being real good, then yeah, it's gonna be bad for them. But they got some pieces back there at least. Like they really like like think about it. Chase Hunt ain't done shit. Uh, Josh Allen's decent, but he's not really who you want to be relying on to be your number. Yeah. So if Trayvon Walker ain't the guy who we, you know, what I'm saying if he end up just being a athletic guy that can, you know, cause a little havoc in the run and maybe get like six sacks, yeah, that that ain't gonna help them at all. Yeah, not with the number one pick, man. Hell no, hell no, not with the. So let's talk about the Vikings. I spoke about this team earlier, and like I said, my biggest thing with this team is if the pass rush is decent, they'll be they'll be decent. They'll be just fine. They'll be they'll be just fine. Daniel Hunter and Zadari Smith. It's gonna be up to them because the cover's bad for them. It's a bunch of young guys, proven guys, um, like Patrick Jones, Janarius Robinson, Brian Asamoah. You know, but in the inside they got. Uh, 
who who is it the Vikings got in the inside they be eating up all their space? Um God, what's my guy's name? I don't know why I'm struggling to think of my guy's name right now. On the Vikings? Yeah. They got a decent defensive tackle. I don't know, man. I know it's Daniel Hunt. It's somebody else. I know it ain't Armand Watts. All right. I can't say I watched a lot of Vikings last year. You shouldn't. Um, the Daniel Hackett, of course, is taking over. For example, it was time to get a new voice in there, new man of the people. So, along with adding Zadarius Smith, they were able to add Jesse Davis amongst the offensive line. Jordan Hicks, I guess he's going to play some role. Um, Shannon Sullivan. Chris Reed and Harrison Phillips. That that's what I was thinking of Harrison Phillips. He ain't great, but he's gonna help. Oh, okay, yeah. That's no, a no, big no, 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 no. Harrison Phillips is with the Bills now. I mean, he no, he, no. I'm tripping. He was with Bills. I'm tripping. He left him. <clears throat> they they still got rid of you know bars. Not that he just signed the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Just, that that night we did the pie, we brought it up. Like the next day, I was watching NFL Network and I see Anthony Bard. I was like, "That's crazy." He is. He needs to listen to the pod. Uh, they lost Rashad Hill, Xavier Woods, Nick Vigil, uh, Everson Griffin, and Tyler Conklin and Mason Cole. The funniest thing about the Vikings to me is that in DVOA on offense, defense, and total DVOA, they're sixteenth. What is their quarterback? What I say he was the most yeah. man right in the middle. So the Ringer did a podcast, and I feel like the Ringer really owed me. Like I know they went listening, but the Ringer owed me because they literally did like the podcast, like Kirk Cousins level of quarterback and whatever it was the other day. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I, listened, I didn't finish it. I started it though. But but did you hear what they said? He's the most <laughs> mean quarterback, and I was just yeah. like, I, I'm just saying, people, the people. Hey, listen, I know what I'm talking about when I say these things. He's the most mean quarterback. But I just think with this Vikings team, just from what I understand, the end of the in Zimmer's tenure, people were just sick of the non-aggressiveness, the willingness to, you know, try to take it to OT or kick a field goal. And I guess they needed a different leader, a different voice. He tried to get home to that young girl, man. That's probably it. That's probably it. Zimmer said, man, listen, we ain't winning shit anyway. Sure, Cousins are going back. Hey, do you remember it was during the season and it was like uh I forgot who they played they won. And Kirk Cousins went over there and like he, grabbed he, he grabbed Zimmer and Zimmer got down. Why I keep doing you like that? Javis sending TikToks. You say what? Javis keeps sending TikToks in the group chat. Man, he need to stop for real. Tell him stop this shit. We we busy. But uh, yeah, man, Zim and Zimmer kind of got into a little. Yeah, I had read about that shit. That shit was funny. So it was real. Yeah, Zimmer just hated that nigga. Yeah, they said Zimmer would talk shit so bad about him in the meetings. The other uh, coaches had to come to him and be like, "Man, you can't be doing that." I wonder what type of stuff he was saying. That basically what everybody saying why Kirk Cousins. Like man, why why like why is you checking it down to the running back right now? 
And just why is you just Kirk Cousins? He, he ain't like him. You like that? <laughs> so, another thing is with this team, they drafted Lewis Seen in the first round. I love him coming out of Georgia. Put on that national championship film. Put on any film, you're going to see 16 smacking. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr., he'll probably come in and play. And uh, Brian Asamoah, uh, he's going to contribute to the pass rush. But the corners, Patrick Peterson, Dantzler, and Booth, and Chandler Sullivan. That's their four corners. So, basically, they're expecting a lot out of Andrew Booth early because I'm pretty sure he's going to play. And they got to stay healthy because that is not a cornerback uh, group. I like Cameron Dantzler. But that's not a cornerback group I want to be trying out there against uh, the top NFC teams. But their win total is eight and a half. Um, they'll, they'll be around it. Yeah, I mean, of course, they they play the Packers, they at Philly, they play the Lions, at the Saints, they play the Bears, the Dolphins, the Cardinals, and the Commanders. I mean, so you look at that. That's half the wins right there. They gonna go, they probably win half of those. Then they play the Bills, the Cowboys, the Pats, the Jets, the Lions, the Colts, the Giants, the Packers, and the Bears. So they, I definitely can see the Vikings winning nine or ten games. Yeah. Do they make the playoffs though? Fuck no. I don't think they do either. I just think they're too top heavy. I think they top heavy. Yeah, I think that they are an injury away at receiver, or injury away at corner, or injury away at pass rusher to up, uh, to really upset all this. Like you know, uh, Thielen, you know, the age he tends to get a little nicked up. Thielen missed four to six weeks. I don't think this offense can sustain that. I mean, they got two good running backs; they can run the ball. We don't know if Hackett gonna stay uh, with the run. We don't know if he gonna. I guess that's true. Um. Yeah, we we might have a they might have a brawl and I might have to listen out. You say what? Um. I was over here going on my Packers notes. Because I guess we're going to do the Packers next. Man, I should do the Bears next, man. Get them out of the way. I want to do the Packers. That way we can knock the Bears out at the end. All right. And don't don't have to spend nowhere near as much time on the Bears because I really don't. I mean, like, they ain't got no receivers and half of them beat up. Um, The Packers, a team that I'm so sick of – Talking about them in the regular season and how good they is, and them just going out there and completely shitting themselves in the playoffs. I'm tired. You, I know yeah, you're not. I, tired of it. I know you're not tired of it. You know, right. fan. Nah, man, I, I'm tired of that shit too. I get tired of hearing about Aaron Rodgers every day. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers a forex scammer just like Drew Brees? Nah, probably not. Okay, because Drew Brees was a full time scammer. He gonna he gonna set records, completion percentage records, touchdowns, all that. And he gonna go out there in the playoffs and shit the bed. Be short. Yeah, be be short. Throw it uh five yards per attempt. 
my my thing about the Packers is this defense is expected to be very elite. Um, I mean, they gonna be good, but I don't know if the pass rushing duo of Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith are gonna just necessarily. I don't know, man. This this thing kind of weird. Like you you asking a lot of Devondre Campbell too. Like he was good last year, but I want to see it again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got Quay Walker. You drafted in the first round with Devon uh, Vonte Wyatt. Quay Walker's probably gonna play off ball linebacker a little bit. Devon. Well, Wyatt's gonna pass rush a little bit. Christian Watson, the guy they drafted to play receiver, isn't even practicing yet from a knee injury. Romeo Dubs is a stud of camp. You know, you got Lazard, the number one receiver. Um, I mean, I feel like it's some talent there. We just ain't, you know, ain't the only thing that, showed it. The only thing they added was Sammy Watkins and Jerron Jer- Jer- Reed, too. They are the only free agents they added. Of note. Jerron Reed gave him a little bit of death, and, I mean, Sammy's going to be hurt by week four, so. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> uh, of course, the, the, they got to make up for the Devontae Adams departure. I figure like they will do that through, you know, more. Like I told you, I expect this offense to be run more run centric and them to use two running backs a lot. So I expect AJ Dillon to get a lot of dump offs and a lot of uh, short running routes, short routes. How many people want to tackle that? You know? Yeah. Both, so, of, they, both of their running backs are going to catch a lot of balls. I'll catch a lot of balls, and Big Bob Tanya getting him back from the ACL tail. That's gonna that's gonna certainly relieve a little bit of this. But if you can get one of these rookie receivers to come in to contribute, um, I think it'll take some of the pressure off Lazard to try to feel like he has to be a number one. So, and then like I said on the Packers defense, uh, they finally freed themselves of that Kevin King, you know. Notice I said free themselves because he's a free agent and nobody else wants to sign that. Um, Tyler Lancaster's gone. Dennis Kelly, uh, Lucas Patrick, and Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, of course, with the Chiefs, their deep threat. Um, I ain't really heard much about him since he's been over there in Kansas City either. I guess he wait the regular season to start tearing people up down the field. But the Packers – yeah, they're going to need – and another thing about the Packers, and I know I keep bringing up all these things, the offensive line ain't healthy at all. Like, the Bakhtiari yeah. and Elton Jenkins have not practiced. So, right about that. I mean, people are just expecting this team to just wash through and be at over their win total 11 and a half, but I can see it being right at 11. Yeah. Go through the schedule real quick. They go to the Vikings. They play the Bears. Um, they're at the Bucks. They play the Pats. Um, they're at the Giants. I mean, they play the Giants, the Jets. Then they go to Buffalo, to the Bills, to Detroit, the Cowboys, the Titans, the Eagles, the Bears, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Lions. You get the Vikings and the Lions. Yeah. Other than that, you get Detroit, you get Washington. I 
Yeah, I got. I, yeah, you're right. They probably win by eleven games, man. Yeah, yeah, right, right. There. I don't think they're gonna go over though, just cause I don't. They gonna need some receiver help, man. They are gonna need some receiver help, cause that 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 receiving core ain't it. I already know. And Rogers gonna be out there pouting by the same side eye motherfuckers over there complaining, trying to be all clever in the media. You say what the fuck you got to say, and let's get on with it. So yeah, that's um. Uh, it's just like that. Uh, yeah, I was just. I mean, that, they still got old ass Mercedes Lewis out there, man. Come on now. I mean, he do his job. What's his job? Block. When he blocks somebody, he be blocking. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. I I literally folded my arms right there too and started shaking my head. I was like, nah, I don't know about all that. That's fucked up, man. I got a question. What's that? You might not, you probably don't remember your answer, so I gotta ask you. Uh, If you had to pick one of these to lead you on a game winning drive, Cal, Allen, Billy, Bolick, or Mark Sanchez? Billy. Uh, if you had a running back, you know what I'm saying? You need to drive, milk a little bit of clock. You're giving it to James Starks, Beanie Wells, or Sam Cungato. James Starks. You really you really want to give it to Sam Cungato. Yeah, no, I don't. Who's the better pass rusher, Daniel Hunter, Matt Judon, or Trey Henderson? <laughs> uh I don't remember what I said last time, but I'm going to go with Neil Hunter this time. I think the last time you went with Neil Hunter, I think you were saying we're healthy. I mean, he, he don't have more sacks than all of them, so. Yeah. He's great. Just I don't think he want to be in Minnesota anymore either. Hell no. Nah. They want to try to win. As long as they see Kirk in that front seat, niggas don't want to win. Niggas know. No, that seemed well, like, this should be the last year of that. So. Last year, my cousin Kerr. All right, let's talk about this last terrible team because we just trying to avoid it. The Chicago Bears, who – listen, I really uh, – all right, there we go. The Bears finished 24th in total degree. 26 in offense, 13 on D. It's not like, man. I'm, I'm, over sitting, I'm sitting over here just looking over the team, and I'm just like, first off, Nikhil Harry, who they traded for, is hurt already. Who? Uh, what other receiver is hurt? Um, Justin Jefferson. I mean, not just um, – what's his name? Not Mooney, but what's the other guy named they got on the team? For the Bears, man, the kill Harry, and they got they got another guy. I just read that he hurt too. Man, I don't know none of them niggas. It, it's hard. Okay, is it is it Byron Pringle that's hurt too? Yeah. So yeah, yeah okay, got, that makes sense. They got Byron Pringle. They have Velix Jones, who they drafted Velix Jones. Uh, they got Darnell Mooney. They got St. Brown's brother, Romano. They got his his older brother. Um, Dante Pettis, David Moore, Tizay Sharp, 
And at tight end, they got Cole Komet and Ryan Griffin. Well, they got a whole bunch of wide receiver foes that sell Darnell Mooney. That's what I'm saying. And a whole bunch of uh, role playing tight ends who ain't going to block nobody. Yeah. I mean, I like Cole Komet, but you're right. I like Cole Komet, but we, we all know um, when it boils down to it that Ryan Griffin ain't really going to block nobody. No. That's kind of, man, I feel bad for Justin Fields, man. I really do. Alright, so check this. The Bears finished this paper rip, so I had to piece it back together. The Bears twenty twenty fourth in total DVOA, 26th in offensive DVOA, 13th in defensive DOA, 7th in special team with the ninth strength of schedule. Um, they added Riley Reese to this offensive line. Riley Reese not a good tackle. I don't care what anybody says. He's past his prime. Uh, so there's really not really any – I mean, it's an upgrade for what they had last year. But Tavon uh, Young is going to come play defensive back. Um, Ryan Griffin, uh, Al, Food. Uh, okay, his last name's Muhammad. I, I, I think it's Al Farik Muhammad. Played for the Colts last year. And, and Michael Schofield. They lost Khalil Mack, of course, in the trade to the Chargers. Uh, Allen Robinson's having the time of his life in L.A. right now. They lost Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Jimmy Graham, Tariq Cohen, Tashaun Gibson, uh, James Daniel, Dion, Dion Bush. They – Yeah. Well, that's a horrible team, but that's a, that's a like I just named you like players that you know just left that team. Now I tell I told you I told you the receivers. Now they drafted Kyler Gordon with their first pick. They didn't have a first pick, so uh, yeah, it, uh, I think they did. Have, yeah, they did have first round pick this year, but it might not have. Well, that's going to be bad for business, well. Jaquan Briskin in the second round. He out of Penn State. Velix Jones, the receiver from Tennessee. They drafted three tackles in the center uh, after that in the third round, too, because they know they need help. Tevin Jenkins is on a trade block, their first-round pick for last year. It's just all bad. And the one thing I got to ask is how does Ryan Pace keep his job? I just don't understand. He's not a good GM, but he just continues to keep his job. He's, he's just, he just does. This is a bad team, man. They got a new coach, Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus, he's going to be ringing around that scheme. Roquan Smith walks out. He means it. Um, outside of Robert Quinn, Jalen Johnson, and Rob, uh, Roquan Smith, I don't know single players on that. That's why I don't know them like that. But I'm telling you right now, that team. So that's the worst team, that's the worst team in the league? This team right here? The yeah. Bears, it, it 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 might be. I feel like it is. It's gotta be. It's it's, it's gotta be like, I, I I can't name nobody on. The, I mean, and they got the Muhammad guy that came from the Colts. Like I said, they got Roquan. 
Tavon Young, who they added, they still got Robert Quinn. They still got Eddie Jackson, who ain't going to tackle nobody. You know, other than that, I have no idea who on this defense. It's going to be a bunch of no-name people. Yeah, I mean, I granted, they ain't going to be – maybe Matt Eberfuss make up for that with the zone coverage, running a lot of cover, too. Maybe keep them, you know, from giving up the explosive plays. But people just going to matriculate the ball downfield, I feel like. And I feel like yeah. the offense ain't going to be no good, so they're going to three and out a lot. Yeah. So, that's really why I stand with this. This is not a good team. This is not a good team. At all. I feel bad for Justin Fields. But hopefully do this, he can still just show he's a good quarterback and the people don't be hollering. He got to prove it for year uh, three. You know? That's what you want. That way when you up, after your next year, you can tell them, I don't want to sign the extension. I want to go somewhere else because you guys fucking suck. You still got Ryan Pace running around here. So, that's going to be it for us, man. All right, man. We'll be back on next week to do the I got I think I got enough people to do the AFC West. I gotta do the AFC East and the NFC East. No, I did AFC East. AFC West, NFC East, NFC South. So yeah, that'd be it. That'd be it for the division previews. All right. All right, man. Peace. Peace.